0: Welcome back to Chasing Chips Podcast. Brought to you by, brought to you by the Los Angeles Clip. i Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm Charles, here with Josh. Things we're going to get into is Katie's injury. We ain't got a chance to rap about that. I know Josh is a little bit of concern, but not too concerned. He thinks it's a good thing, So he, but he'll explain it a little bit. We're also going to talk about John Morant and you know, his little stripper fiasco or strip club fiasco. Um and then uh <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about Jokic and this all this stuff that's going on all around the MVP voting and what's going on and all the controversies it's causing. And then we'll get into our favorite basketball players growing up. And I just wanna let y'all know it is not Michael Jordan for me. So any
1: well, or are we talking about it right now?
0: No, we're going to get right into anyway. What For one, we could talk about what you're doing. What are you doing right now? It's like, Does it sound that I'm hearing in my ear? Oh, you rolling. rolling, rolling, I'm rolling a joint. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, pretty much get right into it. But, I mean, I want to know how you're feeling about this whole KD situation. You know, he slipped while dr- driving to the hoop for a layup during warm-ups. And it looked like an old man type of thing. That happens to people that are fragile, but is he fragile or is he just unlucky?
1: Uh, maybe a little combination of both, but I think he's definitely fragile, and I, I think we knew this going in mm-hmm. that there was an element of risk. So anyone is, that's like surprised that he's getting hurt is you know uh, Barry, buried dude? You drink water so loud, Jesus, this is my dog. Um, but hi. But, yeah, he got hurt on a freak and You never want to see it. Uh, I think we're just, like, being extra cautious though because I think we all know that Kevin Durant is a plug-and-play kind of player. Like, mm-hmm. he, when he's playing, is a top-five MVP candidate. You know, the, the problem is, is that he hasn't had enough games to even be in the conversation. But the talent level is top-five MVP when he's on the floor. And... I feel like he has no issues. I mean, you saw it like he just hopped into the sun's rotation and it was killing it. You know, he had like a, um, game winning basket, you know, just the, uh, a few days ago and he's going to be great. I am a little concerned with how other players will adjust to him, not necessarily him adjusting to other players. Uh, but there's pros and cons to this. You know, I think the good thing is that we're going to get some reps for other players. That otherwise wouldn't mm-hmm. get to see minutes that that many minutes at least. That makes sense. That makes know, sense. so maybe it's some more more run for Josh Kogi, more run for Ish Wainwright, Tori Craig, those type of players, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm for. And yeah, but it's also not great. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie to myself and be like, oh, this is a good thing, you know? But because it's not. So yeah, I think I think we're fine. just being overly cautious with the two or three weeks. I think he finished his workout. If anyone doesn't know that he did finish his workout and he looked fine, but you know this is an investment. We got to remember that KD is an investment. Like Mm -hmm. we don't just like, uh, you know, we're not worried about just this year. This year is important, but it's not the only thing we're focused on.
0: I'm gonna give you a little insight on on Josh. Now he's never just worried about this year. This man's already moved on from this year. He's already he was hitting me up talking about how. What are we going to do next year? How are we going to keep Chris Paul? Is we going to let Chris Paul go? He should take a pay cut. Oh, you know who we will be, who is going to be available to take Chris Paul's spot when Chris Paul leaves? Already thinking about a post-Chris Paul era. He's like, oh, Damian Lillard? I was like, no, he's not leaving. Just leave that alone. Trey Young is the person that we're at top of his list now to come to the Suns after Chris Paul leaves, which is one of the randomest things in the world. But he wanted first he wanted Chris Paul to take a pay cut, which – we all know that's not going to happen. Nobody takes a pay cut. You at your job, you won't take a pay cut. Why should well, a million? Only,
1: I think half of his uh, next year's salary is guaranteed, or maybe none of it is guaranteed. I'm not sure. I forget which one. Um, But, you know, it, it depends on if we want to win a championship or not, you know?
0: Yes, and what happens if you win one this year? Does that matter? Then, if he's uh, still that, I still not that's a
1: different conversation.
0: Yeah. Okay, you might yeah. want to. Can you back up? You' mad close to the camera. There we go. There's your forehead. You always say that, dude. Because you, you say that, I because you, you always call always, me out You don't see it. <laughs>
1: you don't make me feel self conscious, bro. I'm looking at myself right now.
0: Yeah, you're good now. This is how you talking. You are talking like this? Dang! <laughs>
1: Why <Well>, you <laughs> make me feel self conscious, bro?
0: There's no self conscious. feelings. I'm just saying, I just want, as a as as a producer, I'm trying to tell you, it's it's hard for me to keep talking, and you're like halfway off the screen like this. Even if I just talk like this, you are know annoying as well to be a viewer, and you're looking like, oh, I can't really see his full head. It's just half off. They're worried about how I look. They're worried about what I say. That's all that matters. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it's, well, I guess for me, it's what I am worried, because I have to make sure you're in the middle, in the center. You got to make sure yeah. you're good. Make sure people can see your face. See what you're saying. See the expression that you are not worried, but you are worried, which was a very weird answer to give. So there's gray area right now for the Suns. You're in the gray area. Yeah, I'm always
1: in the middle, you know. Always. I know that the Suns franchise is cursed, but I also know that we have a good shot, you know, so there might be one year where we're able to finish it off. I don't know. Yeah. And that's we're still in a
0: good position. And that's what happens when you are fans of the teams we're fans of. We're fans of – I'm a Clippers fan. He's a Suns fan. We're part of a franchise where we have really high, high moments, but we have some really incredibly low moments. Like, so you for you to be still, like, believing your team, you have to always have the cup half full mentality. You always have to be like, all right, there's always hope. And I get made fun of all the time for this hope. You know what I'm saying? When I talk about how I think Russell West was going to work, and all the things I get trashed in every group chat, I get trashed on here by you saying it's not gonna work. I get trashed at work for saying it's not gonna work, but I can't feed into that. I have to believe it's going to work, or I'm just gonna be sitting in the dumps sad and alone, thinking it's never gonna happen, but I believe yeah it I mean will no
1: happen. One, no one wants to no one wants to talk to a pity party, you know, no one wants to do that shit, so I mean we gotta we're a fan like I'm not gonna sit here like when we're when we have a good chance, I'm gonna talk shit. You know, yeah. like I'm not gonna be just like, oh, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the same old story. We're gonna lose again. You know, that's,
0: that's like, <laughs> right? That's
1: like a wet blanket. That's like a wet blanket mentality. I'm not about that.
0: And know? that's w- that's what people always push upon. I feel like us, like y'all ain't ever gonna do nothing. We, look at here. We are gonna do something. We're gonna be great. We're gonna have a great playoffs. You think that? Do you? Like somebody asked me, what do you think your ceiling is for the Clippers? I said championship. They said, "Do you really believe that?" Yes. <laughs>
1: Wait, you're probably talking to. Well, let me guess. Who's the guy you're talking to? Was he a Warriors or t- Lakers, a yes, a Lakers fan?
0: Oh, yes, the Lakers fan. Oh.
1: It's like y'all. I mean, it's like one of those things that, like, if you chose to be a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. you know, then you know you're in a privileged environment. Like, you, you know, that's that. I'm glad that. That has worked out for you, and I'm glad that you chose one of the most popular franchises in basketball history. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some people I feel like are diehard Lakers fans, and some people just enjoy being a fan of a team that's winning. And, you know, that's your choice. I mean, that's cool, you know, whatever. But I just like, you know, I'd say that I have some – for some reason I have surrounded myself with a lot of friends that have gone through the struggle of, a, of an NBA franchise, you know. Like oh, for example, yes. I have a close friend that's a Nuggets fan, I have a close friend that's a Timberwolves fan, you're a Clippers fan, you know. I got a, a a friend that's a Brooklyn Nets fan. Like it's just it's just funny. Like it's a different type of person, I feel. And it's there's a level of respect as well mm-hmm. amongst us.
0: What was the,
1: like we, we get it. We get it. Well,
0: didn't you send me a, a video on IG about a girl was talking about <laughs> – what was the video? Oh, was it – was it that? was it the girl was like – the girl was like, if you're dating a guy and he's a fan of a team that hasn't won a championship but is still a fan of the team, he is a loyal individual.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's something uh, about your character.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, you go keep grinding, grinding it, grind it out. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, it is like that. I, unfortunately, I don't have the same circle as you. Um, you are the only other person that I talk to that has not won a championship. Everybody I'm around being born and raised in L.A. are Laker fans. And even people I've met that outside of L.A. are Laker fans. You know what I'm saying? All my friends that are from Florida, one of my, Florida. You know, in Rochester, they're all Laker fans. You know what I'm saying? I got one other friend that's an Atlanta Hawks fan, and that's – he understands sometimes, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, you're also from L.A., so it's kind of like a little different story. I'm from St. Louis, and there's a little bit more like it's different because we are picking teams – You know, sometimes you're not naturally always going to pick the closest team to you. Uh, There's several ties to St. Louis, like the Hawks, they used to play in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. Um, We also used to have an ABA team, the St. Louis Spirits, I think. Maybe not the Spirits, the Gateways, or I don't know, Spirits maybe.
0: But back in the day. First off, first off, Spirits and Gateways for y'all (laughs) names. Why spirits? Shut up, dude. Why I don't know. I didn't I, pick that shit. I <laughs> I understand Gateway. I want I want to know if they came yeah. up with Gateway before, you know, the uh arch was made. Um and then that kind of makes sense, but that's that's some random names. St. Louis yeah. Spirits versus Yeah. the San Diego Clippers. It's
1: not very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what what else? Oh, then you got a lot of Memphis Grizzlies fans here cuz Memphis is pretty close. And then you got some mm-hmm. OKC fans cuz Oklahoma City ain't too far, uh, so yeah. And then Chicago Bulls fans, you know, because of Michael Jordan era, Michael Jordan, and, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. But like, I feel like St. Louis people, they they don't want to be Chicago fans of anything. So there's a real reluctance to commit to the, the Bulls. I feel so because we're always like the little brother. I feel of yeah. Chicago, St. Louis is when it um, comes
0: to basketball, not baseball. Baseball, y'all be yeah, y'all be roasting a mess at them.
1: Yeah, for sure. We're a baseball roast. city. Yeah, definitely. Too bad baseball. I don't really watch baseball. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I played it's the just game. Kind of boring. Yeah, I played. Yeah, I played a little bit. You know, but I, it was you know baseball is always boring to watch to me. I don't know. I get more excited about fast paced games. Mm. You know. Yeah. Like basketball,
0: I mean, football. I I played baseball all the way in college, and the, one of the main things that made it interesting was just like, like this stealing. Uh, for me, and just like an alpha work, like one of my favorite players growing up for baseball, and we at the basketball was Ricky Kenny Lofton
1: mm,
0: you had Ricky Anderson was yours? Mm. What you, th- you thought was Ricky Anderson? Ricky Henderson?
1: Was no, it, it, it Ricky Henderson? Didn't he used play for the A's and get a bunch of stolen bases and stuff? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I, that's yeah, what yeah. I Kenny, yeah I don't but Kenny, know shit about baseball, I'm not going to pretend
0: yeah, and, that <laughs> Kenny Lofton yeah. was really good at stealing bases and he was a great outfielder too So and it was one of those mm. things we're getting really off base right now, but we're just, you know, just chatting it up right now. But uh, um, one of the other things that I do want to ask is how do you feel about all this, like, Yoka's controversy happening? The, the, Everybody's just kind of fighting over how he shouldn't win the third MVP, which is completely ridiculous. He should win. He's having a great year. His team is in first. You know what I'm saying? I understand that this year. Yeah, but I think it's animosity from the past two years that are coming up. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people uh, are mad about those last two MVPs more than this one.
1: Yeah, I think it's pent-up passive aggression maybe, or just like uh, pent-up anger from the previous years. Because if you're going to take away MVP from Jokic, uh, I wouldn't do it this year. But I don't know. There's a lot of politics involved, and there's a lot of – a lot. Uh, people have their own perspective on how the MVP is selected. I wish they would just, like, make it transparent, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would weight the uh, scoring, I guess, or ranking of the MVPs, Ooh. like how much so- of the regular season matters, how much does these stats matter, things like that, because it's all subjective, I feel. And, the, yeah, I mean, right now, this year, I think he deserves it. MB has a shot, I feel. But I think Embiid should have got one of the... Two. Like, was it? A you're year ago two. Two, two years yeah. ago. So, yeah. So
0: pretty much, what would be your three reasons somebody's the MVP? And that would be consistently across the board every single season. What is the three things you're like, all right, these are the three... You need to be the best in these three things. And you yeah. are qualified to be the MVP.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, three subjective reasons, I'd say, is regular season wins. Okay. As a team. Mm-hmm. And then... I would throw in something like what is the losing versus winning, I guess, percentage of like when you're off the court or like Mm -hmm. what's like the plus minus when you're off the court or like, you know, what is the, like, uh, you know, what's your record when they're not playing, you know, stuff like that, you know, just really drive home the fact that they are the most valuable player on the team. And, you know, they struggle when the players are on the court, which I think Jokic uh, is that's clear. Uh, For him, third reason, and then I'd have to say, like maybe a leader in a stack category, you know, like I I feel like you have to there. There has to be a team thing. There has to be a team category. Like, how is he? How is he great in a team player atmosphere? And then there has to be—is he a difference maker with his team? Like, is you know, are you guys gonna win? Without him if no then it's deserving and then there has to be a player versus other all players in the NBA kind of category mm-hmm. and that's how I would rank is that if he ranks high in all three of those categories then he's the MVP for me
0: that is exactly it I think it should be like that consistently you know what I'm saying team first right. your team should be one or two in your in your division you know what I'm saying I mean I mean your conference should be one or two two is that like you said? Plus minus has got to be crazy. Like when you're not there, they're not playing well, and when you're there, they play incredible. You know what I'm saying? And then three is just like points per game. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, you know, top three in at least three or four categories for me. I think I'll be probably two categories like points. You know, assists or rebounds or something like that. Steals. You need to be assists. I already said that. But one of those three, four things like you got to be top two in like one of those. In one of those like fields, I feel like those are the things that kind of should be consistent. And this year for Jokic is that he is that guy. He is. If he's not on the floor, they're not the greatest in the world. When he is on the floor, they're fantastic. He's leading a lot of categories. He's scoring a bunch of points. He's having triple doubles all the time. He helps his team. But when it comes to this conversation, when he won the first one, we all thought it should have been Giannis. You know what I'm saying? But the reason why Giannis didn't win it was people were talking about he didn't do it. He hasn't won a chip yet. He did da All this stuff about why he wasn't deserving of three in a row. You know, that's what we were talking about. They made up something not to give him yeah. the award. And in the second year, the second year could have been up for grabs. Embiid was playing well, but he missed more games than Jokic. Yes, Embiid's team record was better, but Jokic's usage record, usage rate was better. So it was one of those things. That's why Devin Booker
1: probably should have just won last year. You know, (laughs) it would have made everything okay. There would have been less drama this year, you know, to be the clear favorite. And I think it's all about whenever someone is explaining why someone didn't get it, it's all subjective. It's all like, Mm -hmm. you know, how can I spin this uh, narrative to create content and monetize what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Everyone's always like, And it's funny, and I always go back to, like, the sports media talent uh, that they will pick a element or a narrative and then just they will just be relentless with that one storyline. You know, there's some guys like, uh, you know, Nick Wright that is against the whole advanced stats kind of thing. You know, I feel like he's he like is. always bringing that up and always making comments about it, and yes. he's kind of created an identity for that yeah. narrative or the, for that spin. You know, and then Kendrick Perkins is the same way with like his selections in the beginning of the year. Like he has picked the Sixers to be, I think, going out the East or the or the, maybe the Celtics or. But anyways, he's said clear that Embiid is the MVP, and he just will not get off that train.
0: Really? You know,
1: and it's just it's just relentless, and it's sometimes illogical and they don't like see it from the other side they're just like they're just driving home that like oh i'm right
0: i mean they have to i mean you have a choice you have a choice to make a decision and you want to stay on that some people don't want to change their mind you know what i'm saying right so whatever happened to like neutral sports media like whatever happened to like what neutral where 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 do you live do you live in the united states when is it? Who does when is sports, that? Who's who? No, no, no. Like, when is sports media ever been neutral? Well, I mean, neutral with a grain of salt. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, neutral. Where you like, you're like oh, the only thing neutral about sports? What they used to do is that they used to make reporters not let people know if they were a fan of the team or something like that. Right. So and that's you what wouldn't I'm saying. be biased. Like, but right. That and that's what I'm era, saying. Like, it seems.
1: It seems like it's it's swayed to more opinionated sports journalism. Yes. You know, because.
0: The society we're in right now, people love to yell at people for being wrong or yell at people for being right. You know what I'm saying? They want to get that energy of argumentative energy to go back and forth about what's going on. I mean, we've gotten that note. Like some people have told us we don't argue enough. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) On here, something we agree with each other too much, you know. Well, yeah, but, that's what comes well, back to the
1: whole like, you know, our like, franchises are very similar.
0: Yeah, well, like minded people it is what it is. We're not, I'm not yeah. on here, like, level headed, I feel. Yeah, I, 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 and we have to be. We keep, there's nothing we can do. But so that's why when I look right. at it, I'm like, I understand where people are coming from about the Jokic thing, but that animosity just to take away his MVP because of what the voters did the last two years is not his fault. Again, it is not his fault that people want to keep picking. He does not care about the MVP. He's multiple said multiple times. He does not care about this award. He wants a chip because that's what matters. You win a three in a row and you don't get no chip at the end of that road. It don't matter. It really don't. We've seen it before. The argument about LeBron and, and Jordan always comes down to one thing. Chips. Who won more chips? That's the one thing everybody always tries to no, know. Jordan was six for six. LeBron lost many times. But they're both goats. Jokic is doing a great job, and he going to win again. So.